0: Welcome and thank you for joining us here on the Legal Technology Review. As always, I'm your host, Brian Folk civil litigator and author of the Cyber Advocate blog. I want to welcome you to our first post of 2016, I guess we'll call it episode one of season two of the Legal Technology Review podcast. I want to remind everybody that you can subscribe to the Legal Technology Review podcast on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app. And always want to encourage you to head over to thecyberadvocate.com Check out the uh, articles and posts we have there about legal technology-related topics, issues, and, of course, the links and everything for all of the new apps that we review each month. Before we begin our discussion today on the best new apps released in December of 2015, I wanted to let you all know that I have been honored with an invitation to speak at the annual ABA Tech Show in Chicago. It starts on March the 16th. It goes into Wednesday. It goes in through Saturday. I will be speaking on technology for new law firms as well as apps. Common Grounds apps of iOS and Android. I'm honored to be joining on the panel Mr. Jeff Richardson of iPhone JD and Mr. Tom Miel of the Legal Talk Network. All right, well, now that that's out of the way, let's go ahead and get to it, shall we? We are talking about the best new apps for iOS, Android, and Windows Phone released in December of 2015 at least the best new apps for lawyers. So let's get started right off the bat with our multi-platform apps. Not much in the way of multi-platform apps released this past month, but the first we're going to start with is actually an update. It's an update to Google Calendar. As this is a Google Calendar, which is obviously by Google Inc. This is a free app, free update for both iOS and Android. Google Calendar, it's the mobile app version of the Google Apps calendar. Essentially, you know, it allows you to have access to the Google Calendar on your mobile device. The legal world is divided up into pretty much three different groups. The majority are people who use Microsoft Office as their primary productivity suite. Number two, it's a minority, but it's a growing minority, are people who use Google Apps. And then the third is people who use a combination, a smattering of their case management platform and whatever for their email and their calendars. Well, that number two group is who I'm talking to now. Google Calendar has announced a major update that will, in some ways bring Google Calendar up as an equal to Microsoft Outlook and in many ways will actually allow it to surpass it. For the longest time, Google Calendar and Google Reminders were two separate apps, meaning you didn't get to keep your tasks and your calendar on the same page. That is not the situation anymore. The major update to Google Calendar, it allows you to add reminders right to your Google Calendar page. It's a full to-do list attachment to create and view tasks alongside your calendar. Okay, so that's pretty much what brings it up to date with Outlook. The nice thing about Outlook's calendars, is you've got your little pane you can set up right at the bottom or, you know, wherever you want to put it on your menu bar that shows you outstanding items on your to-do list. Okay, so that's where we're equal. Well, Google Apps users, this is something that you're probably familiar with in some of your other apps, and Microsoft Office sweet users this is something you have no idea about uh, this brings with it the power of Google so yes you can create a new to-do item just like you couldn't Outlook but let's just say this one is call your doctor Monday at four Outlook will save that as a reminder Google will search your email for the for doctor's phone number same thing for addresses everything like that it's it brings Google's smart suggestions for new entries automatically adds things from other Google apps uh, allows events from Gmail, to be searched for updated information, bringing Google App up alongside that of Microsoft Office. Still not quite as used, probably, especially when you consider the dominance of Microsoft Word, but if you're looking for something that might be better than Microsoft Outlook, they've got some competition. That's all for the regular multi-platform apps, but we do have one honorable mention. I don't know if any of y'all saw... Let me change that. I don't know if any of y'all did not see Star Wars The Force Awakens since our last podcast. It's... Pretty amazing. You should should go ahead and go see it. Uh, Our honorable mention app is Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes by Electronic Arts. This is a free app, and just like the last time I put a Star Wars game on here, it's a role-playing game, essentially. But basically, it's an online card game. You create a team of light side or dark side, and you get to pit them together. Mix and match different characters' abilities so that you can get the most optimal attacking or defensive statistics, and you get to collect and equip gear and basically just play Star Wars over and over again. Really, I can't think of much better. All right, that is it for our multi-platform updates. I told you it was a short list this month. Coming up next, we've got our iOS apps. You're listening to Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. Don't forget to follow all of the latest on tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com back talking about the best new apps released in December of 2015. The last month of the year was surprisingly quiet. There were some snuck in under the radar that didn't really get recognized until, well, a month after they were released. Uh, that is the case with many of the iOS and Android apps this month. Right now, we are on iOS. So first, right off the bat, Blinko by Jai Bhavnani, a free contact management app. Now, anyone who uses Evernote or uses LinkedIn or Full Contact, you're familiar with the apps that are essentially business card readers. You take a snapshot of the business card, send it off to, the, to whichever service, and they create a contact out of the business card. Well, unfortunately, you need a full business card for that to work. Now, lawyers love business cards. I love business cards. They're great. Name, address, phone number, email, website, all in one spot. And you get the firm logo, too, so you have some idea what their branding looks like. Not everyone has business cards all the time, though. I can't, you know, even think of how many times where, that I've seen been handed a torn off piece of paper with a phone number on it. That's where Blinko is a remarkable app. It's essentially an automation app that focuses on one of three possible items. A phone number, an email address, a website. Take a picture of the respective item with your phone or use an existing photo you bring it into Blinko's app and it identifies whether it's a phone number email or website and then follows a specific automation thereafter if you get a phone number it will call the phone number in order to trigger it so that you can save it as a contact if someone writes the phone number down you take a picture of it you can add them right to your contacts list if it's an email address it'll send a follow-up email to that address if it's a website, it'll take you to that website so you can bookmark it. It's not a robust contact management system. It's not a business card reader. But it does fill in a lot of those little gaps that seem to happen more and more because fewer and fewer of us are carrying business cards despite the fact that they're just as useful as they've always been. All right, next on the list is Focus by Firefox by Mozilla. Yes, it's Focus by Firefox by Mozilla. Mozilla Inc. is the company that makes it. Mozilla is basically recognizes the Well, the good guys of internet web browsing, they are the renowned privacy experts. They always make sure that uh, they're as transparent as possible, and their web browser is probably my favorite to use when I'm using a PC. Now, this is an interesting app, though. Focus by Firefox is actually a content blocker. Now, ad blockers have, as I've noted on this site before and on this podcast before, grown in the past four or five months, primarily due to... Apple's creation of an integration allowing ad blocking on mobile devices. Now, on one hand, I hate ad block. My site is driven by the very, very small stream of revenue that I get from mobile ads. But on the other hand, I hate mobile ads partially because they contain malware, mostly because they're obnoxious. Now, I don't know if you've noticed recently, but there have been a bunch of websites that will actually request you to turn off your ad blocker. Entertainingly enough, one of them was Forbes, if I recall correctly. Uh, Apparently, when you turn off your ad blocker, the first ad that came up actually did distribute malware. That's uh, pretty unfortunate. But the whole thing is is ads are intrusive, and the trackers are a violation of your privacy. Well, in rides the privacy heroes Mozilla. Focus by Firefox allows you to block a wide variety of different types of intrusive and inappropriate trackers. And it allows you to pick. You can block ads. You can block ad trackers. You can block analytics trackers, which I guarantee you uh, the social metrics people will hate you for. You can block social trackers. You can block content trackers. And you can block web fonts because web fonts can really, really mess with your internet experience. Again, there's two primary reasons for this blocker to be used. One, it's you get rid of the ads and you improve your user experience on the internet. You know, web browsing goes faster when you don't have to worry about all this stuff loading. But there is a second corollary, and it's a privacy issue. Anytime you go to a website or see an ad or anything, all these trackers are being added to where you go. With content blockers like Focus by Firefox, you can prevent those trackers from following you. It doesn't require you to have a completely anonymous experience or to try to have one like Tor, a Tor browser. It allows you to pick which things you want to block. And this could be really important, especially if you're doing research for any kind of highly sensitive case. Remember, you have a duty to keep your client's data content confidential. That also includes work product. Your work product is not protected if it's public. So remember, the era of free content on the internet is probably going to come to a close if ad blockers continue. But at the same time, the era of tracking users on the internet is only going to get more and more pervasive. Using tools like this to make sure that your internet searches are kept confidential could be critical to protecting the confidentiality of your clients. Next on the list for iOS TeamUp Calendar by TeamUp Solutions is a free app for iOS. This is a new app that connects to an established system. TeamUp Calendar is a web portal-based system for group scheduling. Now, over the past year, the legal practices have become enamored by these group scheduling apps like Doodle. I personally think they are a gift from God. It's amazing what can happen when... You no longer have to spend weeks and weeks scheduling a deposition or a mediation when you've got a lot of parties and a lot of lawyers and people just don't want to do it. The only problem with these web-based apps is primarily they're, they're for establishing one meeting. You send 20 people a link saying, hey, check off what time's work for you for this one meeting. And it's done. It's good. It's scheduled. That's fine. Team Up Calendar allows you to do that and, at the same time, in the same calendar, have a regular calendar. And TeamUp Calendar allows you to essentially use it as the home base for this. So you have, say, four different cases, all with different lawyers, different groups of lawyers, different scheduling interests, everything like that. You create different groups within TeamUp Calendar for each case so that when anything needs to be scheduled, you can send everything to that group. But all of the preferences that you have reflect your primary calendar. So why would this app be a good one for lawyers? Well, you get to schedule mediations, depositions, anything with large numbers of people And then when you go to your next case to schedule the exact same situation, your calendar already knows when you're booked. No more conflicts. It also has a phenomenal dashboard and organizational system that allows you to easily switch between different groups and allows you to even keep a personal calendar separate. With real-time synchronization, you get to authorize, access, schedule events for multiple cases involving a large number of parties, without conflicts. Now, this is only available on iOS. However, there is a web version that you can still access from any web browser. So even other attorneys that are Android users or Windows phone users, all seven of them, they can still access TeamUp Calendar from their mobile device. Just won't work quite as well as having a a dedicated app. Okay, next on the list is Proud by Peter's Watch. It's $4.99. It's for iOS only, again. And this is a streamlined task management app. Now, I've got a Hate, 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 kind of like, sort of love, really hate relationship with to-do lists. First of all, it is extremely satisfying checking off a to-do list item. The problem is, is everything you have to do to get to that point. You have to think of all the things that you have to do, which means you don't get to sleep the night before. You have to write them all down, which is just a depressing process. You have to look at it over and over again and decide which of the things that you don't want to do, you're going to do first. That's never a good thing. And then, of course, you've actually got to do everything. Then you get the satisfying, you know, one and a half seconds of checking things off. Well... Despite the fact that we hate them, they're necessary. We have, we have tasks, we have deadlines. Proud is a really interesting concept because it wants to help you keep your, your to-do list organized. It wants to help you organize it in a realistic fashion while making sure that you are doing what you need to do for you. If anyone listened to the previous podcast with Gina Cho about meditation, then you'll know how important it is to have a refreshed mind. So what Proud does is to implement the Pomodoro technique. Now what that means is basically it's for every 50 minutes of work you take a 10-minute break. Every 25 minutes of work, 5-minute break, that kind of thing. It's to make sure that your brain is always refreshed and to minimize low energy time. While a lot of task management apps have connections with other apps, this one allows you to do everything all in one spot. It also has complete Apple Watch integration, very simple design, very easy to use. Now, For lawyers, it's a very similar task management system to Clear. It's an aesthetically pleasing app that performs a task that lawyers need, task management. In that way, it's kind of a to-do app on steroids with productivity, scheduling, and user-friendly interface, as well as that component to bring you back to Earth with the Pomodoro technique for relaxation. I will issue one note of caution, though. In researching this app, it did appear that one reviewer on the iTunes suggested that the developer was paying for five-star reviews. I'm personally opposed to anyone adding their online reviews, especially for an app that you have to pay for where there's no free option. And I will say that the number of apps available based on how long this app has been out indicates that it's possible that the developers are really seeking reviews if not paying for them. Now, if I do find out that he is paying for them, you'll get an update. Everything positive I've said will be deleted about this app because I will not endorse an app that has paid to get good reviews. All right, next on our list, Unibox by 8 Loops gmbh this is a free app this one does email and if you're one of those lawyers who operates from a mac regularly it's again similar to google apps versus microsoft office it's a smaller group but it's growing you may be familiar with the unibox mac app it's an email that frees you from having to stare at an inbox full of individual emails because it sorts your emails by sender or by recipient the other the other person they only appear once and they're organized by the most recently received email. So you have 15 different emails in three different chains from Lawyer Across Town. Instead of having to search your entire inbox for that first chain email, all you have to do is find the person and you can look up the entire history of the email right there. It's sorted by person. You can view view all exchanges just by opening that one person, including sorting just by uh, attachments. You're able to do everything like you were able to do with regular email, delete, reply, forward with swipe gestures. Uh, They may have some crazy swipe gesture for reply all, but this Unibox has now got a fully functioning app for iOS. So if you're a Mac user and you've been a fan of Unibox but didn't like the fact that you didn't have access to it on the go, which Let's be honest, for an email app, not a great thing. You're all taken care of. It manages your email, period. Being able to review your emails by sender or recipient, including a history of all messages, again, not just an individual chain, will make it a lot easier to locate those important emails. All right, well, that's it for our standard iOS apps. Time to head for the honorable mentions. And first on the list is Peach by Byte. Inc. You may not recognize the name, but the app itself is developed by the founder of Vine. If you don't recognize the name, that means you're a lawyer. Vine are those six-second videos that appear on Twitter and that are banned by the English Premier League from all soccer games. This is a social networking app. It is currently iOS only. And the reason I'm mentioning it here is, as I've discussed many times on this podcast... I'll let you know about an app for one of two reasons. The first reason is that it's useful for lawyers. The second is lawyers need to know about it. This is one of those. This app combines elements of several popular social networks. It looks like Slack, but you can't send a direct message to anybody. It feels a lot like Facebook in that you set your status, share pictures, and share your location in a very simple, easy-to-use way. However, they've got some really unique tricks. For example, they've got a concept called Magic Words that allows easy sharing. Type draw, for example, and all of a sudden it'll bring up a thing where you can draw a quick illustration and share it. Type song, and it will automatically share whatever song you're currently playing. Yes, this is yet another social network. But it is another social network you need to know about because in the first couple days that this thing was online, it exploded. Whether it's a flash in the pan, who knows? But the last time an app exploded like this, it was Meerkat, you know, a little later than this time last year, and it completely changed the social networking landscape. Okay, next on the list, Commute with a K by Redbrick Labs. This is a $1.99 app. This is a news reader app. If you're listening to this podcast, decent chance you're either in a car, in a gym, or on a walk. In the gym or a walk, not going to do much for you. But if you're in a car or in transit, more importantly, there's a reason why you like a podcast. Well, you can download it. Listen to it whenever. So when you've got time and you're sitting there, if you're on a plane, you can listen to a podcast. If you're on a subway, and the reason for that is because Damn, if internet doesn't either suck or really be really expensive in those places. Even though New York's just announced that they're gonna have Wi-Fi in their subway, just like any other public Wi-Fi, you have to definitely treat it with, I would say, ten foot pole mentality. Use it only when you have to because they're easily corruptible. Well, commute is a news reader that makes news and websites available offline. It's designed for those times where you want to read your news, but your connection sucks. However, unlike some of the other news readers, this is Commute does some fun stuff. It IDs your favorite websites and then intelligently fetches content for you to read later. You click on a link within that particular uh, website or news item. Well, Commute also fetches website links that are embedded in the content, allowing you to go even more info without ever having to have a Wi-Fi connection. So for any, any attorneys who do any traveling or if you sit in the Mecklenburg County Courthouse in Charlotte, North Carolina and try to even send an email and realize you have no signal but you still want to you know, be able to read the news while you're waiting for your case to be called. That's exactly what this app is for. Next on the list is Hi by Scott Magdalene, developer 499. This is another email app. It combines follow-up email automation and contact management. So, kind of like what we saw earlier with Blinko, Hi is all about when you meet someone, you get their email address, and they're not in your contact book. What do you do? Well, Hi is another automation-ish app in that type in the email address into Hi and it will automatically schedule and send a follow-up email based on different preset templates. For example personal, work, other. If it's a personal email you may want to send the email pretty fast unless it's personal like subcategory dating. Wait two days. Work email you may want to wait 30-45 minutes minimum. You can set these preset templates and that you enter the email and it will send a follow-up email based on that template. It's primarily designed I think to make you look less creepy. Here's the best part. When that email is sent it automatically adds the contact and email to your iphone and with a blind carbon copy to any crm system that's compatible and most of them are takes a lot of the work out of all this and remember these are the situations again for when you know a business card reader would be ideal but if they don't have a business card you're not going to get it automatically plugged into your contacts and send a follow-up email this one all you have to do is type in the name and the email address it will schedule a follow-up email and put it into your both contacts list and crm system if you're either resistant to networking or just want an extra tool, this is definitely one to check out. All right, that is it for our iOS apps. Stay tuned for Android. If you're enjoying this podcast, head over to iTunes, look up the Legal Technology Review, and leave us a rating and review. While you're there, you can go ahead and Subscribe to the Legal Technology Review Podcast and you never miss an episode or any of the great information on tools and technology for legal service professionals. talking about android apps now first app cardboard camera i sincerely hope that everyone listening to this got a chance over the holidays to find someone who has purchased a virtual reality system recently there are two primary types right now that are floating around out there there's the oculus rift which is the full-on virtual reality experience and then there's google cardboard which is interestingly close well now using cardboard camera you can create an, Im- an immersive image. It's not a 3D video. It's not a virtual reality video. But what it is, is you record your image, a panoramic photo, you plug it into Google Cardboard, and a person puts on the cardboard glasses, and they're able to look around in a 360 degree 3D environment. That's right. The photo actually captures depth. So it'll look like objects are actually physically closer or further away from them based on their depth in the image. Also, you can even add music to it. Is it video? No. But is it interesting? Yes. Virtual reality is coming. Lawyers would be foolish to ignore it. So making sure that you understand the steps is critical. But also, let's just step back for a second and look at what what you could do by being able to immerse someone in a photo. Imagine being able to put someone into an image with panoramic views and 3D depth. Imagine how much more immersive the facts of a case become when a person isn't looking at a photo, but they're in it. I can think of a few uses. Next on the list, Paperback by Dev Miles, which is free but does have some in-app purchases. This is a note-taking app based on simplified note-taking. Uh, Paperback allows you to easily create and efficiently organize notes with an aesthetically pleasing and intuitive interface. A lot of buzzwords, but basically, what this does is pull up notes quickly in a kind of post-it method, being able to write them on the go. You tag them, you organize them. You can add photos. You can create reminders. You can add sub-notes you can even use digital encryption to make sure they're secure. The big thing though for for lawyers I in my opinion is that you can also export all of these notes to Evernote. Why not just create it in Evernote? You haven't used Evernote recently. I love Evernote, but it's not the smoothest system anymore. But when you need to create a quick note, jot it down using paperback, immediately send it to Evernote. This is good for taking quick notes while on the go and allows for Android users who like the post-it method of organization to do so using a very nice, tidy interface. All right, next on the list is Skype for Business by Microsoft. This, if you don't don't know what Skype for Business is, I'm assuming you know what Skype is. If you don't know what Skype is... Um Hey, welcome, 21st century and everything. Video conferencing for businesses. This is a mobile app for Skype for Business customers. You do have to have a Skype for Business account. But the app allows you to initiate, join, rejoin a Skype for Business IM or video conversation directly from your device. You can also add additional participants to any video. You're allowed to share videos, uh, view speakers' video during a conference. And the app itself includes tools for not just participating but controlling meetings and viewing participant modalities. Yes, you can mute people. You can also just kick them out of the uh, conference entirely. This is obviously in, basically for lawyers who use Skype for Business, but imagine having solid internet connection away from your office and being able to participate in a video conference. That's what this is about, right from your tablet, or even from your phone if need be. Video conferencing is a phenomenal way of cutting down litigation expenses. If you use Skype for Business or are looking to adopt video conferencing, this provides the applicable mobile app to accompany your enterprise mobile conferencing system but again you do need skype for business but because this is microsoft if you have a subscription to office 365 it's included okay next on the list is connections also by microsoft uh this is a free app and it is in another one of microsoft's apps coming out of their garage project which i have absolutely fallen in love with microsoft has done an amazing job over the past year completely turning around their hardware driven business model and producing some of the most Innovative and effective business apps. Uh, this one is a contact management app. It's basically a theme of this particular <laughs> uh, podcast episode. It allows you to manage your contacts, which is what contact management is all about. Using connections, you can capture and track interactions with your contacts right in your contact app. Using post-it style notes, picture notes, you get to track information about your contacts. Now, here's where it gets really interesting. So you get a phone call from one of your contacts pick up your phone currently their face probably shows up well with con- with connections active the last note you recorded shows up aside from the fact that you can already set reminders for your contracts or er, for your contacts including info for following up when what you talked about everything like that you can send messages to your contacts via numerous third party messaging apps So you don't have to use your basic SMS. You can use something that has better encryption, end-to-end encryption that lawyers need to preserve confidentiality. But most importantly, you call someone, leave a message, jot down a quick note on their contacts. When they call you back, you don't have to refresh your memory. You don't have to go look at a file. You know exactly why you called them. It's right in front of you. This is an incredibly valuable tool, especially for lawyers either unwilling or unable to utilize full-fledged CRM systems. When someone calls you back, let's face it, it never hurts to know why you called them in the first place. All right, next on the list. Habitica by Habit RPG Inc. This is a free app and this this is kind of to me this is amazing. This is a task management app that if you were listening to the iOS portion of the app, I described all the things I hate about to-do lists. This takes everything I hate about to-do lists and makes it awesome. Why? Because it treats your to-do list like a fantasy role-playing game. That's right. You take your to-do list and your daily goals and your personal habits and you enter them in and create a custom avatar or a character in this game. As you check off items on your to-do list, your character levels up and unlocks things like armor, pets, skills, quests, just like a regular role-playing game. Now it's not just the satisfaction of checking off an item. It's I've got to get this done because you start playing a game, you need to have a character who's of sufficient quality. Pretty soon you're going to start jo- you're going to start jotting down the most insignificant tasks just so that you can click that you passed it. Imagine that, wanting to keep track of every little thing that you need to do. It's, let's face it, a fun way to approach a to-do list. All right, that's it for the regular apps. Let's go to the honorable mentions. First on the list is Cortana by Microsoft. I've covered this one before. This is a digital assistant app, and it's a pretty valuable app. It's especially valuable for people who use Windows 10, but the most important news, uh, this Month is that Cortana has exited beta. It is now publicly available. So if you are a Windows 10 user or if you use Cortana, uh, you can now get it on your Android device. Next, Human Activity Tracker by Humanico Inc. This is a free app, and this is another one of those apps that I talk about because you damn well better know about it. It's an activity tracker in that it tracks your physical activity, but it's how it does so that is going to give some of the Fitbit wearers a run for their money. This app tracks all of your activity throughout the day, allowing you to see comparisons with other people like you. What does that mean? Well, it runs in the background of your phone and automatically picks up when you are walking, running, or even biking. It tracks your activity and can show your daily activity on a map and then compares against friends and people in your neighborhood how active you were. If you can't see how this app which doesn't require you to turn it on and only requires you to have your phone, not wear not wear an extra fitness tracker device, could be hugely problematic in litigation. If not, I'm going to direct you back to my article from a year ago about how crazy it is the idea of using Fitbit in court. All right, and next on the honorable mention list is an update to LastPass password manager. It's a free app. This is you, know, you load in your passwords, it recommends high-level passwords for you. But LastPass, which is a top-notch password manager system, recently announced a major update that I think could fundamentally change the way we look at dealing with password keepers. One of the biggest problems with password keepers, what happens to you if you've got all these great secure passwords, all of them different, all of them incredibly complex, and you lose your phone or you die? Losing your phone is one thing. It means you have to go and change all the passwords. What if you die or you're incapacitated and someone needs access to something you have secured with a password? LastPass has added emergency access, which allows you to share your vault of logins with loved ones in the case of emergency. This could have a ton of implications in a wide variety of legal issues. Not only is it useful for you as a person, but this is something your clients could use make sure that they know about it. If this is something they keep, if digital information is valuable to them and let's face it, it's valuable to everybody, let them know about it. This is this could potentially be a very big deal. Alright, that is all for our Android apps. Uh, stick around for our Windows Phone apps. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Legal Technology Review on any of your favorite podcast apps or over at iTunes. Just search for Legal Technology Review, or The Cyber Advocate. Also, don't forget, you can get all the information on the latest tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com. Well, thank you for uh, sticking with us here on the Legal Technology Review Podcast. I'm Brian Folk, Cyber Advocate, whatnot. All right, Windows Phone Apps, here we go. Uh, first app is Action Note by Benjamin Sautermeister. That's a last name. This app is free or $2.99 for pro. Based on my review of what this app does, you could try it for free but expect to spend the 3 bucks. This is a note-taking app, and the biggest part about this app is that it puts your notes right in your Action Center on your Windows phone. You create note direct notes directly from the Action Center without having to go all the way into the app. You can add tags. You can even add images right from the Action Center. It's highly customizable, and note-taking is how you want it to be. Here's the base thing. A pro version allows for cross-platform sync across all Windows 10 devices. If you're a Windows 10 person as a lawyer, this is a very attractive and well-designed note-taking app. You got a legal pad. We're trying to find a way to get rid of it. This is a Post-it note version of that. you want to write a Post-it note somewhere, the ability to cross-platform sync and handle all of your notes from the Action Center will be an incredible help. All right. On to our honorable mentions. We've got one honorable mention this month, and it is Uber by Uber Technologies Inc., a free app that allows you to Uber. Welcome welcome, welcome to, I don't even know anymore, to Windows phone users. What does Uber allow you to do from their app? Well, it's an app-based business. You get to see where you are, and it gets to see where the nearest ride is. You can order an Uber directly from your phone. You can watch as the Uber approaches your location. You can pay directly from your phone. You can Uber, and the reason I'm telling you this is because you need to know. All right, well that is it for this month's edition of the Best New Apps for Lawyers December of 2015. I want to encourage everyone again to subscribe to the legal technology review podcast on itunes or on your favorite podcasting app you can also go over to the cyber advocate website or you can go over to the cyber advocate at www.thecyberadvocate.com and right on the right hand column is an option to subscribe to the posts where all of the legal technology review podcasts are published as well as a lot of other information if you've enjoyed the podcast please 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 share us on facebook on linkedin on twitter on Peach, if you've signed up, social shares are how people hear about us and hear about the podcast and get some of this valuable information, or you know, waste some time listening to me. Hopefully, you found it valuable. If you do, tell your friends about it. Thank you for joining us on the Legal Technology Review podcast. As always, I'm Brian Folk, and we will see you next week.